Good morning, Pats Nation! I'm writing this intro in a moment of confusion because it seems like nobody can come to a consensus on how the New England Patriots are going to fare in the 2021 season. Look, I've been one of those people who believes that the Patriots will have the cap space and the draft capital to completely turn things around and be right back in contention next season. To be fair to all of you, though, I'm the guy who plays Madden and turns the salary cap off so that I can sign and trade whoever I want. So when it comes to managing a salary cap, I'm not the best person to be preaching how Bill Belichick should be spending his money. Even though I believe that the Patriots will be able to turn this season around, there are people in the media who are insistent that no matter what Belichick does, the 2021 Patriots will look similar to the 2020 Patriots. The players may be different, but the results will be the same. And you know what? You do what we do here for a living. You're reliant on the media to help you create your content. The issue is every media person, myself included, will find a way to twist the narrative to fit their agenda. And we live in a world where negativity and hot takes, no matter how ridiculous, generate more clicks than positive reactions. The events of this week are a prime example. Belichick better not accept that award. And when Belichick did accept it, it was met with people upset that he didn't reject it enough. It's why I try to stay away from those negative publications. Because everything they've produced has taken negative take. They put out stories that I consider clickbait. Why I've decided to tell, why I've decided to tell you this? Well, because I had to write an intro and I had no idea what to talk about. And I thought that this was the perfect opportunity to remind everybody that I like to lean towards the more positive side of the argument, even though I'm not a fan of these negative publications, we will use their work because here at Dear Pat's Nation, we believe in seeing both sides of the argument. At the end of the day, we're all fans. And because we're fans, we're all going to have different opinions and that's okay. We're going to have different opinions about how the Patriots should reach their goal of winning a Super Bowl. We don't have to agree on the road, but we have to agree on the goal. And that's the best part about being a Patriots fan. Our expectation is always to win. Sincerely, your boy Ray. Welcome everybody here to Good Morning Pats Nation here on Dear Pats Nation. Appreciate y'all coming in here on this Friday, Friday, Friday morning on January the 15th, 2021, episode number two. 
We will be back on Monday morning at 5 a.m. for your morning drive to work or your bus ride to school or wherever you're headed out today. Make sure you come in to Good Morning Pats Nation where we're going to break down some of the biggest stories coming around about the New England Patriots. Get a little bit of reactions from our live streams the night before. And you know the Patriots are going into a very important offseason. Free agency is going to be huge. The draft is going to be huge. The good news is, according to Burn Buckmaster, is that the Patriots are in good financial shape heading into this offseason. Other teams, not so much. Because free agency will begin in mid-March. And it will be a big one for the team. The Patriots have 30 players set to hit the open market and less either re-signed or they're tendered at appropriate levels. The list is filled with big names, including David Andrews, Lawrence Guy, Joe Tooney, James White, Cam Newton, and valuable starters or rotational players in all three phases of the game. Luckily for the Patriots, they're in good financial shape entering the offseason, something that was not the case last year. Regardless of where the league sets the salary cap next year, New England will be among the most financially potent clubs in the league. The Patriots have around $60 million available before accounting for potential moves to clear up even more room. Not every team is in a comfortable position, though, as a recent tweet by Over the Caps' Jason Fitzgerald illustrates. While only the 1-15 Jacksonville Jaguars and the 2-14 New York Jets are projected to have more space than the New England Patriots, a significant portion of the league could be over the cap depending on where it will be set. Given that the league is expected to set the cap lower than its $198.2 million, numerous other clubs might also be forced to trim weight before the start of the 2021 league year on March 17th. In turn, opportunities to acquire quality players either via trade or through the open market could come around at a higher rate than in normal off-seasons not impacted by the coronavirus. Bill Belichick downplayed that during his season-ending media conference, saying, quote, I think we always try to do what's best for the football team, and that's a combination of long-term and short-term, honestly. I don't know how we could be any more aggressive than we were the last five years. I'm talking about 14 to 18 period. Well, I'll throw in last year there, too, so the last six years, really. So there's a, there's a residual to that, end quote. Given how well they are positioned relative to the rest of the league, this could result in moves that can be characterized as aggressive, even if Bill Belichick could not characterize them as such. No matter the approach the Patriots will make and what decisions come from it, they are well-equipped from a financial standpoint to make some big moves. Well, before the Patriots can even consider doing something like going out and finding all these weapons, they got to figure out what they're going to be doing at the quarterback position. And last night on the live show, Connor and Sarah and I were on, and Sarah and Connor gave their takes on pro football focus, saying that Ryan Fitzpatrick will land with the New England Patriots. And that is that pro football focus lands Ryan Fitzpatrick with the Patriots. And that could be fun. That's according to Isaiah Hood. Let me just tell you, give you the Coles note. He says, picture a world where Ryan Fitzpatrick ends up in Bill Belichick's hands. 
Pro Football Focus thinks it's possible, and it's an interesting dynamic to consider. In nine games played this season, Fitzpatrick finished with 2,091 yards, 13 touchdowns, and eight interceptions with 30 rushes for 151 yards and two touchdowns. Fitzpatrick is an exciting and intriguing prospect to come in, to come in and nurture a draft pick or young quarterback. Here's what Pro Fo- Football Focus had to say, singing, quote, After one of the most volatile careers in recent history, Fitzpatrick has played his best football of his career in 2018, and he's posted three of his four best PFF grades. His aggressiveness allows playmakers to create chunk plays down the field, but it also allows the defense to make just as many plays on the ball. Still, that style works well with the right supporting cast, and Fitzpatrick has actually done a fine job of maximizing his group of playmakers in subpar offensive line in Miami. End quote. Now, PFF predicts that Fitzpatrick lands in New England on a one-year, $10 million contract. Fitzpatrick could be the perfect bridge quarterback to guide a young player and give the Patriots the opportunity to win. The Patriots have a lot of decisions to make, but this one could be the most fascinating. So, Sarah, let me start this one with you. Before we even get into the prediction that the Patriots will sign Ryan Fitzpatrick and what who just wrote about, uh, you've been set that you would like to see Cam Newton return to New England next season. If the Patriots were to draft a quarterback and bring in a veteran bridge quarterback, I'm going to give you the opportunity to make the sales pitch now. Why do you think Newton would be a better option over Ryan Fitzpatrick? Oh, I'm going to get so much hate for this probably because it's not a popular answer. But um, I think just that the he already has the experience in the system, so he understands the playbook. He is comfortable there from what – he said the players liked him. He was a great leader in the locker room. Um, he's kind of alluded to wanting to come back. Um, I think that they probably still could get him on a, veter- a veteran minimum deal because he knows that this season is not going to get him a massive deal somewhere. Like he knows that the production that he had this season was not that good. Um, so I'm not I'm not against it at all. I, I do like him as a bridge quarterback, as you said. Um, I, I just don't want to rule it out. Like I know it's not people's favorite, but he's younger. Um, I think that if he has a proper off season time to figure out whatever injuries he has, I think that it, it, it could be better next season. Connor, you and I have discussed Ryan Fitzpatrick as a bigger part of a quarterback conversation. This is the first time that we've kind of done an individualized closer look at the possibility of Fitzpatrick signing with the Patriots yeah. in the past. You haven't been on board with Fitzpatrick joining new England right. after he hearing, you know, bits of who's article after hearing PFF's reasoning behind the Patriots uh, about why the Patriots should sign Fitzpatrick and draft a younger quarterback. Has it changed your mind at all? Or are you still not a fan of him joining the Patriots? Eh, it's it's not ideal. I think that there might be better options and opportunities out there than Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't see Ryan Fitzpatrick being a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So bet, so essentially it would be another bridge year where they obviously bring in a rookie and have Ryan Fitzpatrick play this season and then hopefully the rookie takes over in 2022. But at that point, I think it might just make more sense to stick with Cam. Although I will say, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick had the best season that I've ever seen him have, and he's had a very long career this season, despite the fact that he got benched 
which he was he was doing very well. He was he was really looking good, and then they went with Tua, and then they went back to him back and forth the whole season. Um, but I, I I just don't think it makes that much sense to go get Ryan Fitzpatrick at this point. Well, Connor doesn't think it makes sense. Sarah is, you know, she's venting out that they should go out and get Cam Newton. And Teddy Bruschi, according to Ryan Hannibal, was on OMF and explained why Jimmy Garoppolo, of all people, made the most sense for the Patriots. The former Patriots linebacker and current ESPN NFL analyst is another media member that believes Jimmy Garoppolo may be the quarterback of the 2021 Patriots. Appearing on Ordway, Melroni, and for, uh, whatever, on, OMI, on OMF, Wednesday, Bruski explained how much pressure there will be on the next quarterback of the team, and Garoppolo may be the one of the few that will be able to handle it, saying, quote, this is why I think it's going to be so difficult. I think maybe Jimmy Garoppolo is the way to go because he's been in New England before and played under Tom Brady, and he's been in the stadium with all those banners to look up and know he has somewhat he's been he has somewhat part of it, he said. Any other quarterback, why do you want to follow Tom Brady? You're always going to be compared to the success of the past, and this is going to make it a tough job. That's going to make it a job where guys will come in. I can't live up to that. I think that the pressure is higher than ever in New England in terms of the next quarterback is going to be. Garoppolo is still under contract with the 49ers this offseason, but there's speculation that the team could trade or, or even release the 29-year-old. Bruski continued by saying, you better have some guts to come in here. I'll tell you right now because from day one it's going to be like okay we're ready for a super bowl championship and that player will have to deliver because that's what fans are used to here i think garoppolo knows that i think garoppolo would even say you know what i can do it i know how it's done to me maybe that is the best position because of the amount of pressure the new guy is going to have it's going to be a hard task a hard task indeed that's a really interesting one to see exactly how things are going to pan out on that. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to take a quick pause for the cause here, though, because Good Morning Pats Nation is brought to you by the Rocky Mountain Barber Company. Visit RockyMountainBarber.com and get all the products you need to take care of your hair, beard, and skin. Get their small batch, all-natural beard bombs and oils, pre-shave oils, lotions, hair products, razor blades, and so much more. Visit Rocky Mountain Barber Company and use the promo code RAYROUTE and save 5% off all your orders. Get your small batch hygiene products at RockyMountainBarber.com. Good Morning Pats Nation is also brought to you by Manscaped.com. You can get your male hygiene and grooming tools and take care of everything below your belt from manscaped.com and use the promo code RayRoute and you'll save yourself 20% and get free international shipping. So take care of your boys and get all of your male hygiene and grooming tools at manscaped.com. So last night we got into a lot of conversation about what the Patriots could do, where they could do things, and maybe some of the weapons that will be available for them during free agency. I had to go back and I had to talk about one of my sworn enemies, Doug Kide, who wrote actually a pretty good article talking about the New England Patriots weapons. And we went through the story and Connor and Sarah gave their take on it. And it went like this. Uh, Doug Kide writes that the Patriots should have a plethora of wide receiver options in free agency. Here's a little bit of that. It says, it's unclear what exactly the New England Patriots had planned at wide receiver this season and where it went so wrong. 
as currently constructed, it has the, been the worst receiving core in the NFL, and the group certainly is not doing quarterback Cam Newton any favors. The Patriots were fifth in rushing yards per game, but 30th in passing, 24th in total offense, and 25th in points per game. Fortunately for the Patriots, this is a pretty good offseason to need a wide receiver, and New England is set up well to acquire one at a relative bargain. More than half of the 32 NFL teams that are set up to have less than $20 million in cap space, the Patriots could actually find bargains in free agency with less competition to sign good players. There's a talented crop of wide receivers to hit free agency this March. Here's who it is. Uh, here's who is set up to be available. So you have the first tier of wide receivers and with their projected annual salary via sporttrack.com. You have Allen Robinson at $19.8 million per year. Kenny Galladay mm -hmm. at 19. Yeah. Chris Godwin at $17.2 million. Will Fuller at $16.8 million. And Juju Smith-Schuster at $15.5 million. Kyle wrote, Smith-Schuster, 24, is the most interesting player of this bunch. Since the Steelers already have Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and James Washington on their roster, there's no real reason to spend top dollar on Smith-Schuster in free agency. His best season came in 2018 when he caught 111 passes for 1,426 yards and seven touchdowns. He's significantly better than the second-tier option on that list, but could come at a relative bargain compared to some of the top-tier pass catchers. Now, here's the second-tier projected annual salaries via SportTrack.com. Curtis Samuel at $11.9 T.Y. Hilton at $11.6 million. Corey Davis at $9.8 million, Sammy Watkins at $9.7 million, Marvin Jones at $9.5 million, and then Keelan Cole and Nelson Aguilar. Uh, Kai kind of just broke this down really quickly. Samuel, who will be 25 in August, is the most fun option of this list because of his ability as a runner. Hilton, 31, has struggled to stay healthy in recent seasons. Davis, 26, in January is having a career year after the Tennessee Titans elected not to pick up his fifth-year option. Watkins, 1,000-yard seasons in 2015 seems like a lifetime ago. He'll be 28 in June. Jones, 31 next season, isn't a number one option, but he's a better receiver than anyone currently on the Patriots depth chart. Cole Aguilar, both 28. Cole and Aguilar, both 28 next season, are having bounce back seasons as they prepare to hit free agency. I'm going to throw this question at the two of you, and it goes like this. So based on the article the Patriots have a lot of options to address their offense. And because the Patriots have a lot of cap space, they may be able to get some players almost uncontested. There are two different ways that Belichick could do this. He could go after a tier one receiver and try to find another tight end or find another weapon, either at tight end or wide receiver during the draft, or Belichick could elect to sign two of the tier two receivers and have a really solid one, two, three punch. When you add in Jacoby Myers, Connor, I'll start with you. Then Sarah, I'll take, get your take on this. Yeah. Would you rather see the Patriots sign a Chris Godwin or an Allen Robinson, or would you rather see Belichick sign two tier two receivers, like a Corey Davis and a Samuel? 
If we're we're looking at Corey Davis as a tier two wide receiver, because uh, I think he's capable of being a tier one wide receiver, only being 26 years old and having a great season this season. I know we've talked a lot about him. I think getting him and then going after somebody else would be a, the best option available. I mean, there is a long list of names there. I forgot even people like Nelson Aguilar, who had a great season this year, would also be available. So I think it's best to grab two of them and then have them go with Jacoby Myers. And then they can look to the draft for tight end. They can they can hope Dalton Keene and Devin Asiasi step up. I mean, they have a lot of good options out there. That is a long list of wide receiver free agents. What about you, Sarah? Um, I think I would be fine with anything they did, basically. Um, I don't know that Godwin will be available. I know people toyed with the idea of him being tagged. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to do that. But I also want to say, too, because I always bring up the opt-outs because I think people forget that we did lose Danny Vale and Marquise Lee. So um, that would add a fullback and a wide receiver. Granted, I don't know a whole lot about Marquise Lee, but I know some people were excited other than um, uh, he's dealt with injuries. So um, if they went and got one of the top-tier receivers, I think that if they like um, Lee, that that could be beneficial. But I, I I think that the idea of bringing two receivers in sounds a little bit better to me. That gives them a little bit better cushion um, just in case one doesn't work out or, you know, maybe they're not producing as much as they thought they would. Um, and then having Jacoby Myers, of course, I think anything that they do really, I just want somebody that they can like throw to and that actually does something. All right, Pats Nation, that just about does it for our morning podcast this morning on Good Morning Pats Nation here on the Dear Pats Nation Network. We appreciate you all. That was, of course, Connor Carney and Sarah Marshall giving their anal- or their analysis of the stories last night. My name's Ray Rowd, who's always your host and mediator. Sometimes I give an opinion. Sometimes I keep things to myself. My intros are my time for me to be able to give my opinion. Uh, make sure you tune in Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. every day. We'll be up on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast needs. You can find it on YouTube. We are always around here at Deer Pats Nation talking football. Get all the latest and greatest Patriots news as we run through this crazy offseason for the Patriots to see just how good they're going to be next year. Divisional round weekend this weekend should be a good slate of football games. Maybe start looking at those guys like Chris Godwin and see if they join the Patriots. You never know. Ladies and gentlemen, before we take off, though, let's please give another shout-out to our sponsors and thank them for always coming in and supporting us. Make sure you go check out RockyMountainBarber.com. Visit RockyMountainBarber.com and get all the products you need to take care of your hair, beard, and skin. Get their small batch, all-natural beard bombs and oils, pre-shave oils, lotions, hair products, razor blades, and so much more. Visit Rocky Mountain Barber Company and use the promo code RAYROUTE and save 5% off all your orders. Get your small batch hygiene products at RockyMountainBarber.com. And after you get everything for your face and your hair over at RockyMountainBarber.com, get everything you need from the waist down over at our boys at Manscaped.com. You can get your male hygiene and grooming tools and take care of everything below your belt from Manscaped.com. And use the promo code RayRoute and you'll save yourself 20% and get free international shipping. So take care of your boys and get all of your male hygiene and grooming tools at Manscaped.com. 
All right, that's it for today. That's it for this week, episode number two. Next week, five new episodes coming out. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, available at 5 a.m. You heard it right, 5 a.m. That's why it's called Good Morning Pats Nation. But if you're listening to this in the afternoon at night, it doesn't matter. The news doesn't change. But we want to make sure that you're getting the freshest take. My name is Ray Route. Thank you for tuning in here to this Dear Pats Nation Network production of Good Morning Pats Nation. Take care. See ya.